Happy Thanksgiving 2019! Welcome to our fourth annual thankful episode, Thankful for the Revenge. Not sure what we'll call it next year. Feel free to offer suggestions. We've got some silly and serious things we're utterly grateful for this year, and we hope that we inspire you to think about all the things in your life that are actually pretty awesome, while the world around you turns into a bit of a dumpster fire. And, as always, don't forget to hang out for the Marvel-style post credit scene. Thanksgiving extravaganza, where we talk about gratitude and shit like that, and we're recording it in the in early November. Part, I mean, this isn't an unusual time for us to be recording it, but we kind of. I have a bent in my mouth because I've been, I've had a sore throat, but there's a lot of this shit going around because Pitney is really fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, so if I sound a little hoarse, I don't know if I do or not. I think you sound fairly normal. Yeah, but if I do, that's why. Yeah. You, and there may be weird pauses due to editing out me hacking. Yeah, because he doesn't so, have a little cough. He has a big cough. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things where I'm doing my last two weeks of work, and I really need the money, so I can't take any time off because this is it. Yeah, we've mentioned kind of casually, sort of in passing, that that Pitney is moving. He's going to move back to California. And so we have to really get our shit together before he goes. (laughs) We have a lot of stuff we have to get done before he leaves. Yes, because what is it? Today is November 4th. 4th. So I leave in 28 days. Oh, my God. Which is really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird to think. Oh, I mean, granted, yes, we're past Halloween now, but I keep having to tell myself we're actually in November now. Yeah, yeah. It's a really, really crazy. We're in the home stretch. <laughs> so, so, you know, we're just sort of um, a little bit of scrambling. But, you know, that doesn't mean this isn't going to be an awesome episode and everything. Because, of course, it is. No, we're prepared. For, I have notes, so... I have some notes there myself. <laughs> because, you know, when we are when we do our thankful thing, we always come up with specific things. We don't wing this one too much. No, no, We have to think not. about what are we really thankful for. And uh, I think uh, we both probably have some good stuff. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. And I also have a little special thing for you guys I'm that very we will excited. record at the end <laughs> which is going to serve as a little taste of and a little intro to our new theme for next year for 2020 because y'all know that we're coming to the end of the year of the vagina and 2020 should I drum, drum roll is going to be the year of woo. The year of woo. <laughs> and that will become more apparent later. <laughs> yes. We've discussed woo before. And we've discussed woo before. And our tendency towards woo. Not extreme levels of woo, but woo-like things. Yes. <laughs> we enjoy a touch of woo now and again. <laughs> but we, we have like a really cool ideas. Like, doing, like, serious woo sometimes. Sure. But also mocking the ridiculous woo of others. Right. Which will be fun. So it'll be, you know, it'll be fun and interesting. Yeah, yeah. Just like the year of the vagina was sometimes very serious and fun. And sometimes. Sometimes just totally not. Sometimes just fucking hilarious. Yes. So, anyway. (laughs) 
Because vaginas are funny. But at the end of this episode, you will get a little special... A taste of woo. Yes. My, <laughs> and it'll be my Thanksgiving gift to all of you. Aww. So nice. <laughs> that I'm very, very thankful for. And this is, I, I totally get that this is going to start off very weird. But I am, I am insanely thankful for the last 12 months. I mean, 2019, but going back to, you know, last November, like this, you know, this uh-huh. time of year last year. And um, regular listeners, people who've been sticking with us for a while, uh, y'all know that I've had a really fucking shitty year. And if you've listened to our show, you you know a lot of details about that because we talk about real life, you know. So to summarize, like last October, uh, I was starting to sort of slide into a depression that was grabbing hold of me after like last May, I lost my mom. And... I was just sort of fine for a little while. And then in October, I started kind of falling apart. And uh, just as I was starting to, um, just as I was starting to really lose it, a close friend of mine and I had this really weird falling out and he stopped speaking to me. And like, right as I needed him, because he understood what it meant to lose the one person in your family that gets you because he'd gone through that as well. And he was at that time, he was the only person I'd talked to about it. And then suddenly things got weird. And all of a sudden I don't have that friend anymore. So, uh, you know, poof gone. And then like the next thing to happen was the government shutdown. (laughs) And my husband and I... Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. Yes. My husband and I, both being federal employees, both out of work for like five, six weeks with no paychecks. I forgot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone that works with us, we all remember it because we're still trying to catch up from that crap. I mean, because it it was a nightmare. But in a way, the timing of it couldn't have been more perfect because... That was during a period where I was kind of wanting to be curled up in the fetal position for like three weeks. So I was able to do that because I had no Mm -hmm. job to go to, you know, because I was that fucked up, you know, in like December and January. And so like everybody's listening right now going, now, why the hell are you thankful for all this? (laughs) Well... If you've been listening, you also know how we started off the year by talking about how I went into therapy. So, you know, I was already, you know, luckily, just as things were really starting to get bad, I was already looking into possibly seeing a therapist so that when things really hit, it was like, oh, good, I already have an appointment Uh. with a therapist, (laughs) you know. And, um, you know, Pitney gave me this name of the most fabulous therapist ever. And fortunately she had room in her schedule for me. So, you know, I started seeing her regularly right at the very beginning of January. And you guys, if you haven't gotten this message from us yet, you're getting it now. Therapy is awesome and everyone should do it. Oh, amen. (laughs) Amen. Even if you think I can handle my own problems. I'm, I'm not that bad. You know, you know how many years I thought I could handle my own shit? I'm fucking 50, and I'm only just now mm-hmm. realizing that I've been, like, fucked up since I was, like, three. You know, there's some shit that is, that is deeply ingrained in me that never occurred to me, and as soon as she just kind of mentioned, she, she just sort of asked a question, and I went... Oh, you know, and suddenly everything else in my life makes sense. I mean, you know, therapy, amazing. So, you know, therapy got me into this position where I could start taking care of myself and not constantly having all of my focus on other people and what they need, which was something that I had been really focused on for a long time. And that meant, you know, a lot of new things like journaling and meditation and some other stuff. That uh, I'll go into more detail next year when we talk about yeah. woo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's, there's, there's been some woo here and there. 
And also developing a relationship with my father that I've never had before. That oh, was, that's right. Yeah. I that's, mean. That's very cool. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to explain because it, it wasn't that I had necessarily a bad relationship with my dad. I just kind of had no relationship with him. And then now, I mean, you know, he he comes over once every couple of weeks and we have dinner and we watch, I show him a bunch of Star Trek Discovery because he's an old school Trekkie from all the way back. And anyway, but that's kind of a phenomenal thing that never could, I never would have imagined that would have happened. Yeah, just, that in and of itself is something to be grateful for. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Really. Oh yeah. And so another thing is that, you know, I'm realizing like for real what my strengths are and I have more confidence in myself and my abilities. And then like, before I know it, this job that I've been trying to get for like eight or nine years is suddenly fucking mine. Like I have a new job. It's still with the same organization. I'm just in a different area and it's like a real grown up job with, I mean, I'm not in, like, a production environment where, like, someone's, like, cracking a whip over your head and being like, type faster! I mean, it's weird. I'm I'm going to be, I'm like a computer programmer now? Who would have thought that would happen? That's pretty amazing. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Again, where the fuck did that come from? How did I get to a point where I was like, yeah, I could be a fucking computer programmer. I know, I know how to... I, I know enough coding that I can do the basics, and then I can teach myself the rest. Would I have had that thought a year ago? I don't think so. Oh, no. Even though I was trying to get that job, I never thought I had it, and I never really thought I deserved it. I just wanted it, you know? But now it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, give me that job, you know? And, and when, I got, when I found out I got the job, there was like almost a month of time leading up to the job actually starting. And somehow... For that, like, almost four weeks, I never had any anxiety about this major change in my life. And you've known me forever. Yeah. Have I ever not been anxious about something? No. I was like, week after week, I was just like, it's going to be fine. Everything's fine. You know? I can do this. Yay therapy. Yay therapy! (laughs) I mean, my God! I mean, even if it's... Even when something really positive that I really, really wanted was going to happen. I was still going to be anxious about Uh it. I was still going to find a way to sabotage myself by throwing up all over myself all the time from just the sheer nerves of it all. Nope. Just fine. And then the craziest thing of all, the icing on the cake, I got my friend back. Yep. And I can't even really explain it but we're he's just back and we're talking and everything's just somehow normal and I don't even understand it but I'll fucking take it and you know there we have we haven't had to have some big heart to heart about what happened we probably will someday but for right now it's like it's literally like someone just turned the clock back and we picked up That's where good. we left Don't off. rush the heart to heart. No, no. <laughs> they, although, it's, although it's weird because sometimes like he'll bring up something like, you know, oh, I posted such and such on Facebook or whatever. And I'm, and I'm thinking, yeah, bitch, you know I can't see what you post on Facebook because you fucking blocked me a year uh, ago, but whatever. Uh. It's like, I mean, it's so... It's so as if nothing happened that I've, I've seriously had some thought about, is it possible he doesn't remember I know. what happened a year ago? Because how, how is this happening? But uh, yeah, so somehow, as weird as it sounds, if all the shit from last year and the beginning of this year didn't happen, I wouldn't be right here right now. Uh-huh. And even though it was, like, the worst time of my life, fine. It's because it's worth it. Because I would have never been able to do what I'm doing now and have the life I have right now if I hadn't gone just slogged through all that shit. Uh And so uh, I'm absolutely not fixed by therapy, but I'm on the road to being better and... 
every single week, I feel stronger and more confident and better. So who could ask for more than that? Amen. So yeah, 2019, like literally the worst year and the best year in my entire life. <laughs> That's fabulous. Total gratitude. Well, you know, and that you give me hope because you the, the job thing that you have this fabulous new job. Yeah. And another mutual friend of ours mm-hmm. who has had this, oh, that job for decades that he was so miserable in. Oh, uh-huh. And he has applied for job after job after job after job. He finally just got a really fabulous job. <gasps> For $15 an hour more than what he's making now. Jesus. With better benefits. That's insane. Oh, my God. How did I not hear about this? And then on top of that. You know, because he's kind of, you know, a sourpuss. A little bit. You know, I kind of can be, too. (laughs) And I'm bringing that up for a reason. But, you know, he's like, oh, they hate me. They can't wait to fire me. Oh, I'm going to get fired this week. And then he'll go into this depression and then because he's convinced he's going to get fired. Well, listen to this. He gave, this happened a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. His official start date is, I don't know, say November 12th or something. I don't know. Okay. But, but very soon. So he's not working till, because he's such a valuable employee, they are throwing him a dinner. They are, have done all the paperwork, so he's going to get paid for his whole monthly salary for the month of November. Wow. And plus accrue his regular holiday and... Right. And he was like... And so he can cash that in? Yeah. Oh my God, and that's great. Like, and they're really sad to see me go. And it was like, well, maybe you know, if you weren't such a paranoid sourpuss all the time... <laughs> Oh, my God. I mean, the only reason I'm saying that and talking about your job is because the only thing I... Well, of course, everybody's going to be nervous about when they move. But the oh, only yeah. thing I'm really nervous about is looking for a job. Because the job you've been doing, you've been doing this for a long time. And I'm really fucking burned out on it. Oh, yeah. You're not going to do this job out there. And... No. But the fact that, you know, they say things come in threes... Yeah. So you getting this job. Him getting that other one. getting that job. God. I'm hoping it's going to be my turn. And it'll be something you don't even expect. Well, the, in yeah. a way, the job you have right now, when it happened for you originally, back when you still loved And I it. was really happy for a good many years doing it. And it was something that you never would have thought you would do, but yeah. you just ran into someone at the right time and they needed someone and you were like... And it was literally something that when you told me that you were going to go into elder care... Yeah. You're going to go take care of old people. And I was like, since since when is that something you would do? Yeah. Because I thought, I've tried to put myself in the same position. And if someone just offered me that opportunity, I'd be like, I can't do that. You know, like, yeah, I, I, there's no yeah. way I could do it. And I was like, wow, that's a utterly, completely new thing. And you've done it for a really long time. And it's worked out great. I mean, I yeah. really, really was happy and I really liked it. And I think... Maybe I still could be if, as much as I love the owners, and as much as I love my bosses, yeah, the way it's organized, it's a really shitty place to work. Right. It. I mean, that makes a big difference. And this batch of residents is difficult to the level I've never dealt with before. Well, you've got so much... Dementia and, yeah, uh, and, and really bad stuff going on. Such a all small group of people that you have to deal with those people shit for twelve hours a day. And it's a small place. Yeah, whereas it's if a like small in a bigger facility. facility, you wouldn't right. have to deal with you could deal one with one person, person at a time shit for the whole shit. But anyway, right. So yeah, anyway. Oh man, but it gives me hope. Yay! Which I guess is so. And all this is like. Kind of, sort of related. Actually, it is pretty related to my serious <laughs> gratitude of the year. Oh, good. But I'm going to pause for a second because I'm hot and I want to take my sweater off and I, it'll make noise. But da 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 da
Andrew. Hey, Maddie. Do you like horror movies? I sure do. Well, did you know that most horror movies are inspired by real-life horror? Really? Like what? Well, take The Shining, for instance. That's based on Stephen King's real-life addictions, or The Purge, which could be our country any minute now. Oh, and The Strangers, which is based on a real-life murder. People should be talking about these things. Hey, Guys. Oh, oh, hey, Producer, producer Michael. Michael oh, well, I hate to break it to you, but somebody already is. It's you. <gasps> That's right. We are Friday the 13th, the podcast where we talk about horror in real life and horror in media, all from an LGBTQ perspective. Because we gay, y'all. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, and we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come along with us on this crazy journey. And as always, get slayed. Drink your lacroix. Anyway, so <laughs> my serious gratitude, I was having a little bit of trouble coming up with one yeah. that I hadn't really talked about before. You right, know. we do, because we've already talked, especially this year, we've talked about probably more serious stuff yeah. this year than ever. But I was talking to the fabulous Steve. And he has been going through all of this old stuff. Yeah. And he's found a bunch of old pictures. Oh, my God. And he found pictures of me getting on the train in 1992 to move to Texas. Oh, my God. And I remember... Oh, my God. Right before I had left, a lot of people thought I was nuts. Oh, yeah. For just packing up everything... Yeah. Giving up everything and everybody that I'd known. Right. And Well, not, obviously not everybody, because I'm still in touch with some people right. from that, you know. But, like, your original plan was you were just going to come for a visit to see if you liked it. Yeah, but then I was like, fuck it, I'm coming and staying. And I was like, okay, okay I can put a bed in my dining room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is what we did. Which is what we did. <laughs> and I remember everybody was giving me shit about it except my dentist i'd gone to the dentist like the week before i left oh my god and i was telling her about it she was like that is so exciting yeah you're just gonna get off that train in a new place and you're gonna see your whole new life before you oh that's you know and i was like that's really, really cool. That Because that's exactly what you were doing. So when Steve and me were talking about that, and I was thinking about that, and I've yeah. had a really great run here in Texas. Yeah. There's been some really, really low lows. Oh, sure. But there's been really, really high highs. And oh, generally, yeah. I've had a really... 90% of it has been really fun and fabulous, despite the crazy lows that have happened. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But... I never regretted doing it. Oh, yeah. Making this move. And I remember when I moved to San Antonio from Austin, Mm -hmm. people were thinking I was fucking nuts. (laughs) But you know what? You had to get out of Austin, though. And I never looked back. Yeah. I instantly had a group of friends. Yeah. Not that they replaced my old ones, because they did not, but I instantly had. And so... And I'm feeling the same way about this move to California. Yeah. So my gratitude is my ability to not be afraid of complete and utter change to improve my life. Yeah. Because every time I've made a major change like this, it's always been really positive. Oh, yeah. And I don't see why this is going to be any different because I have the same conviction inside that it's of why you're doing it of yeah. why to do it and yeah. it's the right thing yeah to do so i'm grateful to that because look at how many people we know that are stuck and are never gonna fucking get out because of fear trisha right. von lichtenstein oh god yeah for an example right i mean i think everyone probably knows someone that's like the first thing that pops into their head is like someone who's just stuck because they're afraid. Yeah, and it's like, oh my God, their life is so fucked up and they could change just one thing. And it would change everything. And it would change everything and it yeah. would change like a whole world, a whole shit show Yeah. into something that was something good. But you, you can't, know? but you just have to trust that it's there. Yeah. Because 
it's what like what it's gonna get worse. Yeah, but you know, I, if you're if you're if your life is complete shit, what it's gonna get worse? No, it's yeah. gonna get better. And my yeah. life is absolutely far from complete shit. Right. I have wonderful friends. I'm happy. Yeah. You know, I'm sick to death of my job, but I'm not at it very much. So it's yeah, okay. exactly. Oh my god! If you were if you had to work five days a week, that would be a completely different oh, thing. Oh no. <laughs> But you know what I mean? It's not like my life is bad. Right. And it's not like it was miserable in Austin. I just knew that that was, I, it needed to change. Right, yeah. There was. I mean, sometimes you just... Sometimes a change of surroundings is all you really need. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to get out of the rut that you're in. You like know, you have a pattern that you do every day, and being in a different city means you can't possibly do the yeah, same thing. Yeah, and so I'm ready, and I'm grateful that I'm doing this without being afraid. And without being, like, in a position where it's, like, doing it out of desperation. Like, oh, no, I have to do this because there's some horrible crisis and I have to either run away from it or run to it. You know, whatever it is. Oh, no, that's not the case at all. It's just time for me to move on. I guess I'm... I've always fancied myself like a gypsy. Right. And I guess maybe I am. You've always had the ability to travel light. Like, even, even during times when you started amassing a bunch of crap, it was, once you decided, I don't need all this crap, suddenly all the crap was gone. Like, you were like, it's like, I don't, I, I can't move if I'm buried under all this crap. And I never thought a damn thing of it either. And again, yeah. everybody that I know is like, oh my God. Those are collectibles. Right. <laughs> Those are highly collectibles. And it's like, who the fuck cares? It's something that's covered with dust that I haven't touched in four years. Who cares? Oh, my God. I'll give it to somebody. Somebody will be delighted when they find it, much more than I am. Oh, yeah. You know, it was (laughs) cool to have a diorama of Star Trek The Next Generation figures having a dance party on my mantle. Oh, my God. I wish we'd taken pictures of that. That was very fabulous. But do I need to have that up now? No. No. All all I need is is, is the image in my head of Data in a deep dip. Yes. (laughs) That's you know. all I need. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what I'm grateful for my ability to be a Yay. gypsy, I guess. Yay. You know. That's awesome. And it may be, I mean, now granted, I'm not moving because I bought, I bought the house I intend to die in. But um, now that I'm not constantly scared, of, I mean, who knows? I could be scared again tomorrow. I don't know. It really is not my natural state. To not be scared to death of everything. But honestly, you know, and well, oh, that, that was another thing. Because we talked about, like, you're not going to be so nearby. Oh, that's another thing. We have to learn We have to learn how to Skype for real. Yes, absolutely. Yes, we do. Cause so, look. So, hey, look. Bitchin' Boutique will live on. Oh, God, yes. But I will say, be excited because <laughs> me being in California. Oh. And getting involved with the pagan community and fandom again in California. Which is a whole different world than out think here. Think of... Think of the crazy people. The crazy stories that I'm going to be able to share. Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, you could... You, you could run into Verini Oslin somewhere. It could happen. I don't know, but I think she's back there. I think she is too. I think she's back there. Now, whether she's involved in any fandom, it's hard to tell. But you would be able to find people who would know if she's been around. I think she's not. Everyone because knows Because Sarah uh-huh. and Angie. They haven't seen her? They have not. They've been asking me, do you oh. know what happened to her? And I'm like, they Did seem- they? Because they remember her moving out here? Yeah. And okay. they seem to forget that... <laughs> I told them several times over the the years, because I only see them. You kicked her ass out. (laughs) But no, she hasn't been seen. Yeah. Um, Oh my God. So I don't know. If she's there, she's not involved because they would see her. And And, um, and she looks exactly the same, so they would spot her And also, uh, the original Trisha Von Lichtenstein... (laughs) Have not been seen for years either, and people have asked me about her. And we've even looked online. These are two people who do not really have online presence. And imagine that in this day and age. 
that you so, can't that you're googling someone and they just don't fucking exist. Yeah, online. so somehow they have dropped out of fandom. But it's nice to know. It's kind of funny because <coughs> the few people that I'm still in contact with, yeah, in California, they're still really involved in fandom. It's and so I'm crazy. really looking forward to... Being around that shit again. Yeah, so the end of May... You could go to a con at, at the old Red Line. Yeah, rather than go to the... <laughs> Which is not a Red Line you know, Rather than go to Kerrville. Right. I'm going to Baycon. Baycon! Yes. Woo! Baycon! And it's going to oh. be really exciting. Oh, Baycon. <laughs> and oh. if I don't get new stories... I'm sure I will see a lot of people that I've known. Yeah. And I'm sure in discussion. Oh, things will come. I up. will remember old things that oh I would have God. forgotten. Which is so yes, there's a cornucopia of <laughs> bitchin' boutique delights coming. Oh my God. Cat, you, you know. Oh. Oh, bacon. <laughs> <sighs> so many memories, Penny Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm thankful for, ladies and gentlemen and others? Pubic hair! You know it's got actual uses. And not for stuff like needle felting crafts, you weirdo. I mean, like, it serves a purpose on your body. And hey, if you hate it, if you have an aversion to it, feel free to just rip that shit out. Just be sure you're doing it because you want to, and not because your partner acts like it's gross. Sack up, Chachi. It's just hair. So while you're enjoying your pumpkin pie this Thanksgiving, think about all those reasons that your body grew the old hair pie. One, it protects your junk by reducing friction and keeping things warm down there. It traps dirt and debris, and the follicles produce sebum, which is an oil that keeps bacteria from reproducing. So that means protection against stuff like urinary tract infections, some STDs, yeast infections, you name it. And you know you've got more pheromones hanging around you if you've got hair for them to ride on. So if it's so great, why are so many people obsessed with getting rid of it? Well, apparently, some of you want your sex partners to look like 10-year-olds. Hey, it's my show. I can say what I want. But seriously, there's this false belief out there that it's unhygienic, which is bullshit. And of course, there's porn, where women started shaving because I guess someone decided they really wanted to see every little flap. And once that became the norm, women were held to that weird and unrealistic standard. Here's some numbers for you. 31.5% of women say they groom their pubes to make their pussies more attractive. About 21% of women say they shaved or pruned their bushes because their partners wanted them to. Boo! Men are far more likely to say they prefer no pubes at all, while women say they prefer things just trimmed up a bit. So, hey, it is up to you if you want to risk cuts and abrasions and rashes and burns from hot wax on your naughty bits. Just be sure you do it, because you want to. Hardwood floor, area rug, or wall-to-wall shag carpet. Whatever your style, be careful down there. Now for something a little less serious. Although, I'm going to say some things that I'm pretty darn serious about. (laughs) But one of the things that we're thankful for, uh, although it's more me because I, I run the Twitter account, is how many cute gay guys there are on Twitter that we have met through that account through having a podcast uh-huh. through all this stuff. <laughs> and there's just so, there's just so much adorableness out there on Twitter. And that we really, especially now, like I said, we're going to get good at Skype. We're going to get good at remote 
Yeah, remote podcasting. And because of that, we're potentially going to be able to figure out how to get actual guests, maybe. Which would be exciting. And I think I'm 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 gonna talk about two in particular that oh my god we want on the show. <laughs> so So like if you follow us on Twitter and you've probably you've probably seen these guys before because we you know we retweet their stuff and we chat with them a lot. And if you don't follow us on Twitter, like seriously, follow us on Twitter. Or you can like our Facebook page. Or I suppose you could you could try following us on Instagram, but really I totally suck at Instagram because I'm 50 and I don't understand what's so great about Instagram. <laughs> I don't really understand what it is. I just Put some stuff out there sometimes. I don't like Instagram because every time I've come across something that I'm interested enough to look, it's usually some random cute guy online. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that on Instagram. I'll want to see more pictures, but then you click on one. Oh, you can't look at this unless you have an Instagram account. It's like, well, fuck you. I don't want one. I just want to lurk. Right. I just I want mean, he's a- cute, but I don't have to see his other pictures. Yeah. You yeah. know, Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> You know, and before I start talking about the two guys in particular, I just want to make it very clear. Yes, of course, there are lots of cute gay guys on Twitter yes. that we love, but like, I don't have all day here, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go with the top two. So, number one, David Mills. <laughs> you can find him on Twitter at David Mills Department, like D E P T. He is a fabulous comedian and actor and he is dapper as fuck and he has a podcast called focus people and frankly he loves us i mean like imagine how exciting it is for us to know that a guy who was actually in florence foster jenkins And I'm talking about the movie, not the woman you are disgusting for even considering that. Could be like my buddy. Like he's so he's so clever and delightful and his friends are all fabulous, which makes his podcast fabulous. And damn it, I want him to be on our show. And I know he's down for it. But we've got this like time difference issue because he's in friggin' London most of the time. But anyway, so David Mills, a guy you should all definitely know. Adorbs. <laughs> so so cute. Okay. And the other one. <laughs> oh my god. So so Blaine Stewart, <laughs> who if I if I could wave a magic wand, <laughs> Penny and Blaine would totally be a couple. <laughs> I was going to say, it's your fantasy for us to get married, huh? Of course it is! <laughs> of course it is! And, you know, you have no problem with moving, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just see how it works. But that would be at Blaine Stewart. Y'all can find him. He's a news anchor at WTKR Channel 3 in Norfolk, Virginia. And I first discovered him when a tweet of his went viral, but it was later deleted. So... Anyway, there was this snowstorm coming, and, you know, since he deleted it, I'm just going to whisper it to Pitney. Ah, fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was this other one. Right? So, like, imagine living somewhere where you've got this openly gay news anchor. Not like here in Austin where there are definitely gay guys on the news, but none of them are openly anything. Even though, come on, guys, we see you. Get in the pool. The water's fine. And this is Austin, for God's sake. For fuck's sake. I mean, do we have a straight weatherman? I know. I don't think we do. And I mean, for for a while there, I don't even know if we had straight sports guys. I, I mean, seriously, <laughs> this is a very gay town. <laughs> 
And, oh, and also, the morning team at WTKR is so awesome and hilarious. And I'm so jealous of Norfolk that I tweeted the other day that I may have to move there. And Blaine was totally like, yes, you need to move and I don't know if I can do snow because, like, I lived in snowy places when I was a kid. And I'm an old person with anky joints and, like, like eight inches is a lot of snow. <laughs> so, anyway, so so Blaine does a podcast with his adorable news partner ladies, Erica and Jessica. And it's called Off Script on 3. And they haven't done one in a while, I guess, because they're, like, super busy. Because, you know, they're, like, journalists. But it's really cute and funny. And I love it. And, oh, my God, if I could get Blaine on our show, I would just die. That would be fun. Oh, my God, you guys. So, David and Blaine. I bet they'll do it. Come on our show. Oh, <laughs> oh the coughing. The coughing oh is terrible. Oh, God, I know. Pitney's dying. <laughs> Oh, I feel like total shit, but... We're, we'll be done soon. No, I know. It's I know. fine. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not like I have to be in bed feeling terrible. Oh, I know. I mean, I'm still sitting several feet away from you, and yeah. I'm, probably, I'm not, not likely to get closer. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine where I am. Well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... So, my, my not-so-serious <laughs> gratitude, although... It's deadly serious to me. <laughs> okay. I, my life, since I moved to San Antonio, of all the positive things that have happened, the most profound and the most wonderful thing of all was the Xbox coming into my life. <laughs> Now, let me ask you something real quick. <laughs> is it my husband's fault that the Xbox came into your life, or were you already heading in that direction? I know you got a lot of consulting from him. I was already kind of heading into that direction because I have this utterly irrational hatred of the Sony PlayStation <laughs> since the very first one came out. Yeah. Because I was enraged that they dared to compete with my beloved Nintendo. Right. Oh, yeah. And Sonic then is not Mario. I started, like, don't even try. Yeah, but then I started playing, <laughs> you know, like, Final Fantasy and stuff on, you know, at other friends' houses on right. the PlayStation. And I got... So I got into more serious gaming. Than Mario. Which, which yeah. is really not... You don't really find that on Nintendo even now. I mean, oh yeah. There's some. You it's know like Nintendo. It's almost like Nintendo is kids' games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I could not bring myself to buy a Sony PlayStation, right. and part of the reason too is because everything I read online, like Sony PlayStation people are fucking dicks about it. Really. Xbox sucks. How can you talk about Xbox? Ugh. Fuck Xbox. Xbox sucks. Blah, 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 blah. See, and I don't even play games, but I love our Xbox. <laughs> you know, maybe it does in comparison. Maybe it doesn't. But, you know. And that's weird because, like, I've heard PC gamers be very anti-game yeah. console. But to, to, to go one console against another is kind of weird. You know, and it's like I've played... The same game on both the PlayStation and the Xbox. And they're the fucking same. Right. You know, so whatever. So, but anyway. So that's why I chose Xbox, because I hate Sony. And because Sony people are stupid. Yeah. Yes, you are. Don't even write. No, you know what? Go ahead and write us. Then we'll mock you, you know. on the show and we'll make you famous. But I am so <laughs> grateful for my Xbox because... I, I never realized what life was until I had no life at all outside of Skyrim. <laughs> I had a feeling we were going to Skyrim land. <laughs> and then I did not know what life was until I completely lost myself in Dragon Age's Inquisition to the point where I cried like a baby because the game ended. <laughs> 
I mean, it just brings me such joy. Right. <laughs> you know, not to mention that it's my stereo. Right. It's my Blu-ray player. Exactly. It's my radio. Yeah. It, you know, it's the Xbox is everything life is. It's where you watch movies. In it's one where cute you, yeah. little unit. And just like... And it, they are cute. The little ding ding that when you press the button, it's just like this adrenaline rush of ecstasy. It's like <laughs> almost an orgasm. Hearing <laughs> that noise, just turning the Xbox on. Okay. So yeah, so the Xbox... <laughs> Hooray for Xbox. <laughs> uh, the Bitchin' Boutique. Yes. Um, I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they can play on their yes. show. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get, get time to do, do that. I think we should do it right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is, Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live. Like that bloke screams. I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptics. I can't do it now. <laughs> I can't speak. Too much pressure. I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening to the most bitchin' boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one. We could play it in ass. Yeah, you yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right, what do you want me to say? Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to The Bitchin' Boutique. Oh, that was good. I think I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in the next show. <laughs> Diplomatic community. So, let's, okay. So, I'm, I'm just curious, because you had mentioned the other day that you were working on this. Yeah. And and we hadn't talked about about you doing something like this. Yeah. So what inspired you? I mean, it was just a coincidence that we were about to do the year of woo, but Yeah. But what what inspired you to do a little um spell, a blessing, a meditation? What is it? What are you calling it? I think I think maybe just yeah, kind of like a gratitude meditation. A spell? Possibly a little mini ritual. Okay. Um, I guess what motivated me was during Samhain, yeah, which has really nothing to do with gratitude per se. I mean, I get you know. Um, I guess you know, I guess there's some looking looking back, looking forward. Yeah, some of and that. I guess because yeah. I was just talking with after we did our Samhain ritual, I was talking to my friend Terry. And we were just talking. She had a really, really intense experience during the meditation, which had nothing to do with gratitude per se. But she was like, you know, and I was like, she was having like really, really struggling with something. And she was talking to me. And so I called her and I was like, well, how did that work out for you? That that, that right. intense thing that you had going on right. during the meditation after ritual. And I mean, she was like crying. Oh, wow. And, you know, and she was like, oh, it worked out really well. I ended up doing this thing, having this discussion that I needed to do. Right. And it healed this relationship. And she said, and I was so grateful and felt so healed that I ended up doing like a gratitude list and I had lit some candles to, like, oh, make okay. me feel this gratitude so I don't go into the guilt. Okay. And she was grateful for how this came out, but she was also grateful that she finally found the chutzpah to have this. Because, right. you know, if you have the chutzpah to do one thing, if you have one dysfunctional relationship, you can you have more. Oh, That's just yeah. how it works. Yeah. So she was talking <laughs> about lighting candles for gratitude. Like a candle for each thing she was doing or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and so it was actually something that I've just been working on for my own thing mm-hmm. that I wanted to do. And when we were doing this, I was like, well, I'm just going to come write some stuff and come up with something really simple just to share on the show so people could be like, oh, that's kind of cool, and they could just do it. Sure. 
So when I say ritual, it's not pagan specific. It's nothing specific. It's just sort right. of like a woo-woo thing. Well, and we've talked before about ritual. To some extent, ritual is just almost everything that people do could be classified as ritual. Like people, yeah, you, know, you have like a certain routine that you do. You could look at the everyday stuff in your, like how you get ready for work in the morning or it's, whatever. Yeah. In a way, that is your ritual. You have, you know, you do this and then it's followed by this and followed by this. And if you wanted to put some meaning and thought into it, it could become a thing for you. Yeah, I mean, some people like, look at all the people that burn incense. Right, and they don't, they don't, they're just like, I just like the smell. But it's like, yeah, but that's... But if it, like, makes you relax and it kind of takes you away, that's kind of ritualistic, you know? Absolutely. It's part of your, I come home, I come home, I put that one light on that's over there that's not too strong, and I light this thing, I light this incense, and then I, I turn on this music, and it's like, all of that is your ritual of coming into your space and making it nice and... Yeah, yeah. and so I was just wanted to say that, you know, I kind of think, like, Thanksgiving yeah. is more than the turkey. Yeah. And it's more than... And everybody says, like, I remember my mom used to be like, oh, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because it's when all of our family comes together. Right. And we're not worried about presents. We're just worried about coming together. Right. But now that they're almost, they're all dead. Right. I would do anything in the world to be able to go back and experience that again. Oh, God. But when I was yeah. a kid, I was just like, oh, mom, please. It's like, oh, all my aunts are trying to kiss me. But for me, it's <laughs> yeah. become, you know, something that I always got together with different friends. Oh, yeah. And years ago... Pete had started this thing where everybody goes around and says something that they're profoundly thankful for. Right. And it's become a really, really beautiful thing. Yeah. And so I would suggest to people to not just focus on the turkey and how Aunt Sally is going to piss you off at the holiday. And that that drunk uncle who voted for Trump. Yeah. Or (laughs) you have to see, you know... Your cousin Candace, who you hate. Well, doesn't everyone hate Candace? Though? You know, you don't have to. Don't <laughs> think about that. Like, take some time about things that you are grateful for. Make it about you. Some personal yes. time and sort of bask in that because that'll make you feel good and that'll maybe make you carry forward. So, right. I would suggest yeah. that. You can make a list of things that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. If you are artistic-minded, you can make a collage of images that you are grateful for. Ooh. Like you could get the picture of the Xbox. Sure. The picture of a big hot penis. The picture <laughs> of, you know, anything that you're grateful for in your life. Star-Lord. Yes, the picture, yes. <laughs> the picture of your dog. You know what I mean? Make a collage. Put it on the wall. Looking at that will make you happy. Sure. And it'll remind you that you're grateful. That's cool. And it'll also represent like the moment in time you made it because six months from now you could be grateful about completely different stuff. You know, but it's kind of cool. But if you make a list, you're going to make a list and you forget it. So some suggestions to have to make a list. Yeah. You know, light some incense. Make it a little special. And do I have an example of, like, a three-line non-specific prayer of gratitude that will make you feel good? There you go. Light some incense. Use Nag Champa. Everybody likes Nag Champa. <laughs> it keeps you grounded in the present. Mm-hmm. It automatically puts you into a meditative state of mind. Right. Um, you could use rose. That's the color of love. Yeah. And to me, gratitude is self-love. Yes. You're feeling gratitude to feel love for yourself and to feel love for the things that you're grateful for. Because you're you're reminding yourself that things are good. Or if you like lavender, you could use lavender. Oh, I love lavender. I mean, amongst other things, it's cleansing and healing. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, cleanse your bitterness out. Find the things you're grateful for. Trisha von Lichtenstein. 
and all focus your bullshit. Focus on that. <laughs> focus on cleansing that shit out and focusing on the good and you will bring good in. That's a fact. Right. So, the suggestion for my prayer. Okay. Now, this is a Wiccan prayer. It starts with Lord and Lady, but you could say Mother Mary. You could say Jesus. You could say... You could say... Spirit. Lord people Krishna. people who like that. Right. You know, yeah, you could say Great Spirit. You could say anything you wanted. You could, you could say you Lord know. and Lady and picture... Daryl and Carol from Walking Dead because they are yes. the ultimate male and female. <laughs> so I would suggest that you use here's the prayer. It's okay. very simple. Okay. Lord and Lady, I give thanks for sun that warms and wind that sings. You have given me so much. Now I give thanks for all these things. That's very nice. And then breathe in your incense. Mm-hmm. Maybe read your list. Yeah. Really think about it and just sort of take that in as you inhale the incense and let that fill you up and maybe it'll make a little shift and make you feel good. Because you're making the effort. Just making the effort will make a difference. Yeah. If you don't want to, if you're fragrance challenged, <laughs> light a candle. Are the Noslins among you? Light a candle. Do the right. same thing. Light a candle, leave oh. the candle burning. Right. And meditate on the candle for a little bit, that when that candle is burning, that's going to radiate right. this goodwill and gratitude towards you. Right. Now, I will say, some for those of you that are curious, or those of you that, you know, obviously people aren't going to think, well, what color am I going to use for a gratitude candle? It's not going to be black. I guess it could yeah. be. But, well, good luck finding a black candle, because yeah. even those of us who want black candles have to go but, special places. You know, places my for personal suggestions would be yellow, pink, or blue. Okay. All of colors, which means many different things in candle magic, which I'm not going into. But that, that's I a woo thing for later. chose these three. Yellow. One of the uses for yellow is mental clarity, because okay. it's air. Right. You're focusing on gratitude. Be clear on that. Get rid of the shit and make yourself feel good for a little bit. And, it does shi- and it's shining things. a light on. It's shining a light on things. It's illuminating. Pink, again, same thing as the rose incense. It's for love, right. for self love. Gratitude makes you feel love. That's always a good thing. Right. Blue, peace, calm, renewal, healing. Hello. Does it matter what kind of blue? Is there? Is it a light blue or a dark blue? Does that matter? I always envision a dark blue, but I think this probably should be more of like a light blue. But I always use dark blue because like a sky blue. Maybe. Yeah. But anyway, that right. would be my suggestions. But anyway, but whatever candle you have in your house is also fine. Yeah, just figure right. out why that color works for you. Right. So anyway, so there you go. That's my little suggestion. Oh, for your little, you know, Thanksgiving gratitude ritual. Aww. Try it. It Maybe it might make you feel good. And next year when we talk about this kind of stuff a little bit more, yeah, you might... Oh, you know what? Some of you may not have listened to our old uh, Wicca Please episode from our first year. If you want to learn a little more about just the basics of the Wheel of the Year and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty intensely teachy, but... It's fun too, I think. Well, and it, it doesn't it doesn't go into as much detail as it could have. Oh God, no! We just we just did the entire year. Yeah, yeah. And a little bit of extra stuff all in one episode, so it gets a little. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I will you don't say have to take notes. A, there won't be a quiz. I want to say on an interesting note. Okay. Speaking of, and this is going a little bit into the woo thing and me. Okay. Kind of making fun or not making fun of being a little scornful of other people's woos, right? (laughs) I've said it before how much I hate all this new age prattle about abundance. I'm starting to notice that that word comes up in almost every, almost every, Every YouTube video yeah, I like watch, every meditation and I do, prosperity. Because apparently, people talk. They use the word abundance without saying abundance of what. It's like abundance is just a thing on its own, and it's like no, it's just. It could be being mindful of the abundance in your life, like your friends. like things to be grateful. Great but no, I guarantee you. They're talking about money. 90% of the time, they're talking about fucking money. Right. 
and there's all this stuff, meditations to like train yourself so you can make money. And attract money. Yeah, yes. the law of attraction, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit has nothing to do with love. It's to try to, because people want to be rich. Yeah, and they and the only the only part that love comes in is because they think if they have more money then then all their problems yeah, will so be solved. And it's I like, was, okay, ask anyone, that's not how it works. I was really, really turned off about how so much stuff that I found online I was really trying to find colors and I couldn't. Right. Because there really isn't any like what is like a traditional pagan color. Well, yeah. For candle yeah. magic, for gratitude. There isn't any. Right. But, or herbs or scents for gratitude. There really isn't any. So right. that's why I came up with those ideas because to me it made sense. Right. But so many people to do gratitude spells are using green and gold candles. Which oh. are used in money spells. Those are total money count, money colors. And God so, oh, it's gratitude for the riches to come. Oh, fuck off. Because if you have <laughs> gratitude for the financial riches to come, that's going to activate the law of attraction. Oh. Which doesn't work. <laughs> So, oh, it makes me so mad when someone that seems really, really cool, and I've watched all these videos, it's like, yeah. oh, I really like her. I really like her attitude. I really like this stuff. And then before you know it, she's talking about the goddamn law of attraction. And it's just like, it's like oh, my unsubscribe. God. And it just turned me off when I was like, when I was thinking about gratitude, it was all, look and look at you, find it online. Oh, God. It's all green yeah. and gold candles. Because that's money spell candles. And that's all anybody cares about. And Which means they're not even taking it seriously. If that's their focus, they're wrong. Yeah. And so, oh, and I just got to say, Kelly Howell, some of your stuff I love. Oh, God. I, yeah. Some of your stuff freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> but there's this one in particular... Oh, my God. We're toward the end. We've she's talked like, about her before. In that weird, whiny voice she has. Oh, her voice is weird. And then she says the word, abundance. Oh, gross. And she says that. it like she's fucking diddling herself. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, the majority of her audience is oh. those stupid... Abundance law of attraction, people. Yeah. And anyway, just gotta uh, say, abundance. Abundance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Well, one thing that I just want to say. Uh-huh. Is I am blown away by the fact and am so grateful for the fact that apparently I have fans. <laughs> well, well, I think you <laughs> knew you were going to have fans. I mean, I've always had fans. Of course you have. I have always had fans. <laughs> but in the context of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fans, fans who don't actually know you. Yes. I, I, I think it's... Very, very exciting to, you know, hear like little anecdotes of pitneyisms that people say in their real lives because of me. Oh yes, oh yes, I have, I have heard of, I have heard of some. Yes, I have, I have heard of, uh, of one particular person who 
has started saying, it's so stupid. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and they say it that, and they get very offended by eczema ankle. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think it's delightful. Of course it is. But my favorite thing in the world was getting a picture <laughs> mm-hmm. of somebody sniffing fabric <laughs> in a fabric store. Oh my god. After we were talking about Verity Noslin and her getting fired from a job for calling the district manager on her manager <laughs> for smoking after hours walking through the store because she was so convinced that the chemical finish of the fabric was going to cause an explosion. <laughs> oh! And because of that, I got a glorious picture of a fan of mine sniffing fabric. <laughs> oh, well, you know, one, one cannot be too careful of fragrance. 